0: what's up everybody my name is adam badger and welcome to talk and fit what's up guys thank you for listening to talk and fit as usual if you get any value out of this episode just please be sure to share it on your instagram story on facebook tag me leave a review, leave a five star rating. I'll continue to say this over and over and over because it really does help the podcast get out there to more people. And I think I'm putting out some pretty decent information. If you disagree, also let me know. Let me know if I suck and I can make it better. Um, But today, my goal is to break your fear of carbs in under 15 minutes. The reason why I want to keep it under 15 minutes is I want you guys to be able to consume this information and genuinely use it and not get lost in me kind of rambling and all that stuff. But I coach, I'd say probably eighty five to ninety percent females uh, make up my client roster. And of those eighty five to ninety percent, pretty much every single one of them on our initial call expresses some sort of uh, distorted relationship or view of carbohydrates and how they're kind of afraid to eat more of them. And this is a very, very interesting concept for multiple reasons mainly because most of these women don't fully understand like why they can't lose weight in the first place and we can get into the whole like it's not your genetic it's not hormones it's behavior and all that stuff but that's for another conversation They've been convinced through years and years of you know bad marketing, bad information that they've received, that carbs are like the enemy and that they cause fat gain. So it develops this fear of like starches, of bread, of uh, even fruit. I've worked with plenty of clients who are afraid to eat more fruit because they heard, oh, well, fruit has a lot of sugar in it. Carbohydrates are really, really good for you for many, many reasons. But the really interesting part about this is is that most people who are afraid of carbs and who think that carbs are the enemy and are going to make them fat and they're afraid to eat more of them. The most common two behaviors that I see is that A, even though they're afraid of carbs, they will go, quote unquote, off the rails at times and eat donuts, bagels, muffins, cookies, drink wine, right? So they're only afraid of carbs during when they're actively trying to lose weight. But as soon as they get into that "fuck it" mentality, they'll eat all the carbs they want without any, uh, you know, restriction. So that begs the question, like, well, maybe if you didn't restrict carbs, when you got into those modes of kind of fuck it or get frustrated or kind of go off track, maybe you wouldn't overeat them as much because they're not as fetishized in your mind. But we're going to get into that. The second behavior that I see with people who are afraid of carbs is that they actually don't eat a lot of carbs normally, but they eat way too much fat. Now, carbs and protein for that matter, but carbs have four calories per gram. So that means if you eat 20 grams of carbs, it's equal to 80 calories. Fat has nine calories per gram. So that means if you eat 20 grams of fat, that is 180 calories. So fat is more than double the amount of calories than carbs. This is why when you see anyone talk about like macros, when people are tracking fats, carbs and protein, this is why fats are always the lowest number. It's not because fats are bad. It's because they have more than double the amount of calories of carbs and protein. So if you are trying to eat balanced, and when we talk about balanced, it means that you're getting in a range an equal amount of calories from each carbs, fats, and proteins. If you're eating balanced, your fats would have to be relatively lower than your carbs and protein because it has more calories per gram. And in case you don't know this by now, Calories are what determine whether or not you gain or lose weight. So think about that for a second. Your calorie intake is going to determine whether or not you lose or gain weight. So if you want to lose weight, you need to eat less calories than you burn. If you want to gain weight, not that anyone necessarily always wants to, but if you want to gain weight, you have to eat more calories than you burn. If you want to maintain your weight, you have to eat an equal amount of calories. Uh, e- calories equal to the amount that you burn. So all of these are in ranges. You know They're not hard numbers. It's not like if you eat a set number, you're going to gain weight, and a set number, you're going to lose weight. There's always ranges. There's always ways to be flexible within those ranges. But just to keep it simple, more calories than you burn to gain weight Equal calories that you burn to maintain weight, less calories than you burn to lose weight. That is what determines fat loss. Now, under the umbrella of calories, you have fats, carbs, proteins. So why is it that one of these macros, macronutrients, would be inherently bad for you or worse for you when it comes to fat loss or fat gain? think about that calories are what count. So why? And under the umbrella of calories, you have fats, carbs, and protein. So why would one of them be evil? Why would one of them magically cause fat gain, as long as that calorie ceiling is there? You can't really think of a reason, right? You can't think of any evidence or scientific reason that a carb would cause fat faster than a fat or protein. It doesn't make any sense. What happens is, most people are generally eating, let's just say, if you were to picture uh, a plate of food, generally, most people are going to have a fat, a carb, a protein on that plate. So when you take someone who, doesn't, who knows nothing about calories and doesn't know about nutrition, and you just tell them carbs are bad, and they remove one of those macros from their plate, they have now reduced their total number of calories. That is literally the only reason why anyone you've ever known who's cut out carbs has lose, lost weight. It's not because carbs are bad. It's because by removing one-third of their macronutrients, they now just inherently eat less calories. So you hear that and you think, okay, Adam, well, then why can't I just do that? Why are you trying to force me to eat carbs? I'm not trying to force you. I'm trying to educate you. For most people who do that though, they remove that carb from their plate and let's say they're eating three meals a day, so that's three meals a day and they, they've now removed their carbs and they've drastically reduced them, you know, and they start to lose weight. But now this forms a relationship with carbs that carbs are bad. And then what happens is as soon as they say, fuck it, they go off the rails and they overeat the one thing that they've been depriving themselves of. So when they have that first, you know, Saturday where they're like, Oh, I, I can't do this anymore, and they say fuck it, they're gonna go eat the donuts and the cookies and the the muffins, all the things that they thought they can't have. Or maybe they're at a special occasion and or like a birthday, and they have a piece of cake. And now in their mind, they go, oh, I've now gone off my diet because I'm not supposed to eat carbs. And then it just derails them completely. So that distorted relationship is a big reason why uh, you don't want to do it. But also, when you remove the carbs, what happens is naturally over time, you'll start to eat a little bit more protein. You'll start to eat a little bit more fats. When you finally are done with the whole no-carb thing, You've now naturally increased the amount of fats and and proteins you eat at each meal. And a lot of people will increase their fats way too much. Like they'll do keto, which requires you to eat like 70% of your calories from fats. So they're just eating like avocados and butter and using a lot of oils. Not that those foods are bad for you, but they're just using a lot more of them than they normally would. So when they reintroduce carbs into their diet, now they've... Increase their baseline level of fats that they they eat. So maybe before they were only eating, uh, you know, let's say 500, just for random numbers. They're eating 500 calories a day of fats. Then over time, they increase that to 750 or 800 calories a day of fats. But now they start bringing carbs back in. This bumps their calories up. Then they start to gain unwanted weight, and all of a sudden they go, "Oh my god." you know, they were right. Carbs are bad. I stopped eating carbs and I lost weight. Now I started eating carbs again and I gained weight. No, you start, you ate less calories. You didn't understand the concept of calories. And now you're introducing more calories into your diet when you created the habit of eating more fats. And that's what threw you over. As far as the fats go, you will find that most high calorie foods are not just carbs alone. It's generally the mixture of high sugar and high fats that creates these higher calorie foods that people then, you know, will qualify as bad foods. They're not bad for you, but these are the higher calorie, the calorie dense foods, the, the foods that are high calories for a small serving. They're never just carbs. So let's think of some foods that are just carbs they're, they're, or they're predominantly carbs. These are things like rice. Oatmeal, potatoes, fruit, bread—like all of these foods on their own are not very high calorie. If you don't believe me, go pull some up on my Fitness Power on the internet, or go look at um, packaging in your pantry or your fridge. None of these foods are high calorie on their own. They're all about. 100 to 200 calories per serving, depending on what you're talking about. So those carbs alone are not going to cause you to gain fat. No one's sitting there and eating, you know, six slices of toast in the morning. Uh, No one's sitting there and eating three bowls of oatmeal back to back, right? They're not doing that. But when you mix those carbs and fats together, that's when you get the high fat, high carb meals that are like your cakes and your cookies and your pizzas and your ice cream. These are all foods that are high calorie, but it's not because of the carbs, it's because of the mixture of high fats and high carbs. So I'm not trying to demonize you against fats, I'm just trying to get you to understand that most people who think they're overeating on carbs, if they're like, oh, I just love pizza, I love burgers, I love uh, desserts, I love ice cream. Those are all foods that are actually way higher in fat calories than, excuse me, fat calories than carb calories. Look at a pint of ice cream, look at the back. If there is, let's say in a pint of ice cream, let's say there's 200 grams of carbs, and there's 100 grams of fats, right? That's 800 calories from carbs because four times 200 would be 800 and that's 900 calories from fats so it has equal or actually more calories from fats than carbs look at pizza you have the crust on the bottom which makes up probably about i don't know 30 percent of the calories from that slice of pizza but it's the cheese and the oil on top that adds a ton of calories and that's all fat calories so carbs in themselves are not going to inherently cause fat gain. It's the overconsumption of calories. And it's easy to overconsume calories when you're eating foods that are a mixture of high fat, high carb, but also very highly palatable pizza cookies, ice cream, things that are easy to overeat on, that don't fill you up, but have a lot of calories packed into small servings. So next time you're considering cutting carbs, what I suggest you do is take a genuine objective look at your habits and go, well, am I even eating a lot of carbs? Most women that I work with, again, and I work with 85 to 90% women on my client roster, most women that I work with do not eat a high carb diet coming in. So these are women who want to lose weight, who haven't been able to lose weight. They come in, they have this distorted relationship with carbs, but we look at their diet and they're not even eating high carbs. So what are they eating? They're generally eating high fats. I've worked with some women who come in and they're trying to lose a substantial amount of weight. They think they eat too much sugar, they eat too much carbs. We have them track their food for a couple of days. We find out they're eating like double or triple the amount of calories from fats as they are to carbs. It's because most people, when they start trying to lose weight, they naturally just go, oh, I'll just eat low carb. They start cutting out carbs that are actually very good for you, like rice and potatoes and oatmeal, things like that. And they just start not changing their actual habits. They're just eliminating food. And they don't even realize they're getting most of their calories from fats. If you are eating a moderate to high carb diet and keeping your fats moderate, not super low, just moderate, keeping them in check, you are going to see way better results than just removing carbs alone. A higher carb diet under the umbrella of a calorie deficit is going to give you a lot of energy. It's going to keep you full. It's going to keep you feeling like you're not deprived. And you're going to get really, really good workouts from eating a higher carb diet. So if you have a calorie deficit, but you're filling up like 40% of those calories with Carbs, talking oatmeal, rice, potatoes, as long as those calories are in check and your protein is getting hit, you're going to not only lose weight, but you're going to have awesome workouts. And what happens when you have awesome workouts? You build more lean muscle, you get stronger, you burn more calories during and after your workouts. So, my question is why would you eliminate something that's actually going to help you to lose weight? It's because someone in the 90s told you carbs were bad, and now you've just believed it for the last 30 years. So next time you think about cutting carbs, don't.